She is empowered. She can succeed. She is Shibondo. If you ever thought that moving between continents was challenging, then tune in to hear how Esther mastered the challenges of a new country on a different continent, a new language, a completely new lifestyle, and even motherhood, and made Germany her home away from home. You're listening to the Shibuntu Audio Collective. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hello ladies, I am Miriam and I am here with one sister of mine, Ndugu Weber, and we are in Dortmund in Germany and uh, we are here for an interview about how we are living here in Germany, how the life here in Germany is, like being a parent here in Germany, you know, being alone, being black in Germany, being just being in another country, in another continent. How is the life? How is it? So I'm here and I'm going to ask my sister here to introduce herself first. Uh, good evening, ladies. My name is Nduku Weber. I come from Kenya. Um, I live here, currently living in Dortmund, uh, Germany. Um, I've been here actually for a couple of years. I'm married and a mother too. Are you a mother of one or two? Yes, sorry. I'm a mother of one. Oh, yeah, one um, adult daughter in between adult. Yes. That's very lovely. Mm. So... Can I ask you, how is it like living here in Dortmund? Did Were you in another city before or have you been always living in Dortmund since you came here to Germany? Um, actually, I lived uh, in a city before um, coming to Dortmund. Um, I came, I lived in a city in a very small village called Heimbach, in, um, which is near Aachen. And I lived there as during my au pair years. I did an one year au pair and I lived there. And then later on, I came to Dortmund and I've been living in Dortmund all throughout now. So can you maybe also tell us, is there any difference? Like, you know, you've been already here so many years in adult daughter you have here in Germany. Is it like... Would it be something else when you have raised her up in Africa or would it still be the same? Like, you know, when you raise her here in, how you raised her here in Germany? Is there any difference there? Were you miss, are you, were you missing something out? You know, how kids are like in yeah. Africa and how kids are here in Germany? Oh, yes. Is there any difference? Oh yes, there is a huge difference and I really missed mm. a lot, a lot as a, uh, as a mother or as a young mother those days or oh, I really missed a lot. There was a lot. I missed, um, or let's, let's say the biggest difference in which I encountered at that time is that as a mother, um, I was lonely. I felt I was lonely. It was only me and my husband. And I had a midwife who came to um, check on me every couple of days. And uh, at that time, I really missed having my mother with me. I really missed having all those aunties. Oh. I missed having the good, f my closest friends mm. because I had experienced this back home. I had ex experienced seeing when somebody is... Um, 
from the moment they, they, they get to know that you're pregnant, the journey, you're, especially my grandmother, I saw her doing it to, uh, to my other cousins, how she accompanied the, the, the young aunties or the cousins who were so, you know, like they, they she, she accompanied them all throughout their pregnancy. Yes. And after giving birth, mm. I think uh, in the African culture, or at least in my culture, then you, um, you don't even bathe the kid. I don't know until a, a few weeks later, because your aunties and your mother, and uh, they, this is their job. You know, they are helping you, assisting you, feeding you. Uh, and so I really missed all this because after I came out for back from the hospital and I had a cesarean, mm -hmm. so I was at home and I was just me and my husband and this midwife who came every couple of times. So it was really difficult and I missed a lot. That is what I missed the most at that time. You asked about bringing up my kid my yes. daughter whether it was different from yes. here yes totally different because the circumstances here made me bring her up you know we were more or less alone mm -hmm. and it there was not this of playing outside with the other children mm -hmm. there was not that spontaneously mommy can you take care of her i'm going mm -hmm. or i don't have to think much about it because i have the nanny who is taking care of the kid mm -hmm. you know i yes. didn't have all the I didn't have all that. Yes. I had a love, loving mother-in-law who was there to help, but we were alone and most, and it made me, I had to make a lot of decisions which I didn't even know all about. Mm -hmm. When she started school, when, uh, you know, going to, uh, to, to the pediatrician because there's only one and back home I knew about the clinic. You took a kid when they were ill, you took them to the hospital, to the clinic. Yes. And here you had to add a pediatrician. All those bringing things, little things, which, you know, we have here and, and uh, we didn't have them. They're not at home. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's different. So I was trying a lot to compare my own upbringing and how also um, how, how I was seeing my other uh, siblings bringing up their own kids. Mm -hmm. And it was different. It was totally different. So the circumstances made it that it is different. I'll, you know, here, the language, the the weather, the surroundings all made it different. Oh, definitely. Yes. That's so true. New place, new rules. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, I would also like to ask, maybe like, you know, when you came here, who is there any something like, you know, there's never something like weird questions. Yeah, but still, I hear that some people, they hear, they got to be asked some weird questions. Is that some, something like that? Has it ever happened to you? Like, you know, you're just walking on the streets, you meet up with someone, just maybe a girl wants to know more about you, and they ask you those questions. Is there any kind of question, you know? Mm -hmm. I have, I could, I have a list. <laughs> okay, I have a list of all those like questions <laughs> which I get to be asked, especially from, 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 from different, from different, uh, from people from different races. Yes. First of all is always the standard question where you are asked, oh, do you speak um, African? <laughs> and then, um, as you said, there's no stupid question, but mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, like you find it, it's a bit 
weird but anyway it's a question yes and most of the time um i'll ask um i mean there is it's true there is a language called afrikaans which is spoken in south africa but in this case when they ask the questions when it's portrayed they mean african as a language where mm -hmm. they assume that the whole africa speaks one language which is um, african so and um at this moment, then it's usually where I tend to, uh, yeah, to get out <laughs> and lecture and tell them that there is a difference, you know. So yes. this is one of the questions where I usually am asked, do you speak Africans? And then I end up saying, no, I speak Swahili, English, Kamban, Kikuyu, but not um, Africans because yes. Africans is spoken in South Africa. And I try to re uh, to reflect the question in when I ask them, do you speak European? <laughs> And yes. then some people end up saying, oh, okay, I didn't see it that way. Mm -hmm. Good that you explain. And others will be like, they're taken aback. Okay. Yes. So, yes, that's one of the questions. The standard uh, question, again, is always about my hair. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, I think, every African woman has been asked this question about the hair. And different, it's phrased differently. Can I touch your hair? Your hair looks so uh, cozy. Um, it's, you know, why is it so colorful? And it, what what is that you've done to your hair? This is especially when you've done, um, you know, some rosters and then, uh, you know, you put a bun or, you know, they will ask you how long has it taken you to do the, 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 the rosters or all these kind of questions. This is standard. Anything about hair, it's a standard question. Yes, and the third question which I get yes. to be asked often is um, about uh, the weather. When it's so hot and everyone will be like, oh, so this is really your weather. Or you must be very happy because this is your weather. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is something also where I always tell them sometimes that I actually, I come from Nairobi mm -hmm. and Nairobi is over 2,000 uh, square meters high. So it can get chilly and... Um, it's not always as hot as they assume it is yes. the Africa. So sometimes it's also too hot for me here. Mm -hmm. So and um, but these are the standard questions you get to be asked. And I think um, each one of us has gone through this. <laughs> That's really interesting. Well, uh, at the beginning, you say that uh, you are married. Are you married to a Kenyan husband, a man or have you chosen another race? Yes, I'm married to another race. So yes, uh, yes, exactly. My husband is German, and we've been together for um, over uh, for many, many years. Yes, exactly. That's great. Yeah. Mm. Is there? Do you? Okay, maybe you might not know, but still, maybe you have. Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> but uh, like the families, the families of two black. Mm. Two black parents and uh, now yours, it's uh, mm. a mixed one. Mm. So, uh, is there any difference or is it still the same? You know, the same men are different or men are the same. Is it, st can you see that in your relationship? Is there, you know, like something that you say, okay, German men really, they don't like this. They don't tolerate this. Or, you know, like as African husbands, they don't tolerate like as if a wife cannot cook. <laughs> they cannot live with that wife, <laughs> for example. Yes, is so. there some, you know, those tips? Yes, so. Yes, good question. So, good question. So, uh, yeah, so 
yeah, good. Uh, yes, they are um, a difference. It's uh, yeah, it's a good question, but I'm finding it. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to answer it. So, um, because. Uh, I have been married and to be sincere we've been married for a long time together this year we're going to be um over 28 years together wow so um i don't know what to say whether that's i don't know if i could could have been the same duration if it was an african man but i think at the end of the day sometimes maybe it doesn't make such a huge difference mm. it is that that when you get to that um yeah, it's 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 the love together when you get to love each other and then the love being compatible with one yes. another. Um, uh, yes, and having uh, some um, kind of common um, um, commodities together. So yes. I think that is regardless whether it is could be you know whichever race that one is mm -hmm. it's it's this this these components are important for every um, relationship on every marriage um and i think it could that could work out and if that works out then it makes actually the the little differences whereby we say okay maybe the african man would intolerate that and the white one will tolerate mm -hmm these differences then don't be matter anymore because mm -hmm. you guys love each other and yes. you um understand each other and some you know like um then you end up overseeing all this yes. or making compromises for some other things so for for, for situations so um i think in my opinion those play a major role than the race Yes. Yeah, so where one is it could be doesn't matter the race, the tribe, the skin color, the religion and all that. What's more important is that one you love each other and you're ready to um fight for the relationship and to oversee some of all these little tiny things. Of course there's always a difference where you will say like um the race yeah or the religion will play a role. Mm -hmm and the upbringing also but if you overcome all this um with your love then you don't see um it things will work out yes so ladies you heard that okay so wow well like now for those ladies who are who wants to move to start something new to start a new life being yeah well for those you know who newly want to come here to germany for example for those ladies is there like an advice that you'd like to give to them like when they just come here to germany what mm. what are the things to do and what are the things to not to do mm. uh, you know how can they be able to to make a life for themselves here also in germany and still feel f feel safe for themselves and being able to move forward is there mm. any advice that you can give to them um i would say first and foremost before you even come here you should um you know like inquire inquire find out in between we have um um, um internet 
whereby you are in a position, everyone from all over the world, they're in a position to inquire about the area where they're going to yes. live or where they are planning to move or to re, uh, to uh, locate to. Mm-hmm. So first of all, to inquire and have at least um, a knowledge, a background information about this country, Germany, um, and so that you get to know how what is expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you're expected of you and what you are expecting there mm-hmm. and um, that's one secondly I say like once you're here um, the first and foremost I always try to tell people try to learn the language yes. try to learn the language because without the German uh, the knowledge of the German language it mm-hmm. is difficult mm-hmm. it's difficult German is one country where they it's only they speak only German uh, we have other countries where they are by nation, mm-hmm. uh, bilingual. So, so it, whereby you can communicate. Of course, you can, and people understand you with your English, mm-hmm. but it will be a hindrance as at a long run. So, it is better if you get to learn your language, mm-hmm. to, to learn the language here, so mm-hmm. that you can be able to communicate with the people. To it makes it easier to integrate. Mm-hmm. Get to know the you know um your surroundings get to know your people make friends but choose your friend wise also mm-hmm. the ones you're making try to gather as much information you know if you want to do um to go to school yes. there are offices which are there for school mm-hmm. ask and then you'll get information about school. Mm-hmm. Where are these offices? Ask these offices. Mm-hmm. They are so. If you want information about the, your the doctor, there is the next information where you get to know. This is where the pediatrician is. That is the doctors. I can't go just to the hospital, just like that. If um, if I just like we're not back home, yes. you're ill. You go to the hospital. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Here you get to know that I need to have a house doctor or a pediatrician. So all this information you can get them, but nevertheless, same they are this organization, mm-hmm. and as this is goes to the African mothers or even to every other immigrant mother who's coming here. Um, they are a lot of organizations which are there mm-hmm. to help. Among them being the Afro Sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, club which is there to help these women. You know, when you come in here, and you are starting a journey to guide you, to accompany you, and to be there for you, to support you mm-hmm. in this journey of starting a new or new life here in in Germany. Wow, yeah. that sounds very very interesting. Well, before we end our interview, I would like to ask you like. Can you tell me, can you describe for me just three words? Okay, maximum five words <laughs> about Germany. What can you say about Germany? What are, you know, the, those points that you, you know, you know the points that I mean. Can you just tell me three, can you describe three? Oh, three words. Yes. Three words, what Germany is for me. Yes. Um, I would say first and foremost, Germany is my family, because here I found um, um, my family. I made my family, you know, my own family. I met my husband here, and um, with him we started a family, and we have our own family. So Germany is family for me. Um, Germany is also my second home. Yeah, my first home is of course Kenya. Yes. Uh, will always remain Kenya. Yes. 
but um, German has become my second family. Um, well, third, third. What could be third? <laughs> of course, there could be so many, so yes. many, so many things which I can say about it. But I think third, I will pick up maybe my future too. It's going to be, yeah, my future. The German is my future. So, but uh, for now, for now, I can say that. Maybe if you ask me 10 years, I'll say like, no, it's Kenya is my future. <laughs> but for now, I say that Kenya is my future. I ju sorry, Germany is my future. So this is, um, yeah, my current life and my future. So this uh, all together. And where also I where I'm having my happiness current right now. I have my family. I have the closest friends I've made. Yeah. And when you've been here for over 25, half of your life you've been here, then it somehow becomes also part of a part of you. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's Germany for me today. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we really want to thank Sister Duku for all these words that she has given to us. I hope you feel blessed. I hope you feel motivated. For those who want to come to Germany, you are mostly welcome. And stop, don't forget, learn the language. Learn the language, it helps you a lot. And fit in. And much love. Thank you. Shibuntu Radio. Bye. Thank you for the interview.